Hey guys, this is Angel Bless. I pray that your week has been amazing. Your weekend has been amazing. I pray that you continue to get the things done that you need to get done. Um, and whatever situation that you may be facing right now, I just want you to know that is God is it's not too hard for God. God can do anything. He can handle anything. He can do the impossible. He can make a river in the desert. He parted the Red Sea for Moses, right? Yes, he he had a ram in the bush for Abraham, right? He allowed um he allowed Jonathan to cross over to the promised land, right? Um Jacob fought angels, right? Gideon them fault many, right? And so on. If God can do that for them back then, he's still the same God yesterday, today, and forevermore. He can do the same thing or even better for you. I just want to encourage anyone right now, you know, and you want to hear, you know, and I want to be, um, be very choice in my words because life and death is in the power of our tongue, right? We can speak life into our situation or we can speak death into our situation, right? So I just want to be positive, of what I'm saying and all the stuff that I talked to you guys about, it, it, about on this podcast, this platform is about experiences and about me trying to want to encourage others that may be going through anything in their life. Cause if you look at it, I'm going to be honest with you. I went through just about everything. A lot of stuff is going, is in the book, but I went through just about anything, everything. And as I sit and look back on my life, it was God. I could not have handled myself being suicide. I wanted to run the car into the tree. I could not have survived drinking all that freaking alcohol, trying to numb that pain. And it just kept coming back the next day. It was God. It was God that saved my life when I was on that ground and I was shot three times and the dude wanted to shoot me in my head. And it was God that blocked that bullet from going that way. It was God that blocked the bullet from hitting my heart. It, it missed my heart by two inches. Two inches. God is amazing. 16 year old, 16 year old. God had a plan for my life. God, it was God. So I wanted to do this podcast today. To talk about the ways of the path. You know, we have three ways we can go. We can go to the left, which the left would leave us to death and misery. We can go to the right, which the right would possibly leave us in prison somewhere in jail or strung out on something. Or we can go straight ahead and where we're going through is going to be trials and arrows. It's going to be storms. It's going to be life-changing spirit you're going to go through you have to go through the spirit of the fruits no matter what you go through joy long suffering patient all of that stuff you have to go through it but at the end of the day it's going to be worth it it's just like you have to push your way through a lot of stuff in life these days because when it comes down to and i don't know how many i can't see a show of hands a lot of our grandparents that was praying for us a lot of our mothers that was waving and 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 on the the altar for us and most of them are not here any longer so that left either us to take a stand in what's going on within our family and our lineage and 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 in our generation or for us to just to turn ahead and saying this is too much i can't handle this you know, I, I thought about that. I thought about that when my grandmother passed away. You hear me talk about this all the time because I felt like something was unplugged from me, you know, and that was one of I used my grandma as a source, but I never went 
I went to Christ, my Jesus. I pray, read the Bible. I don't think I, times I didn't take my relationship with Christ seriously, you know, um, during the trial and error that I've been through these last five months and how I ever been through it almost in my whole life. Um, it has taught me patience, endurance. It taught me not to be prideful. It taught me how to literally pray. You know, I was getting mad in some cases, but it taught me and it showed me where people stand in my life. I'm not mad at the people that did not come through for me. I'm not mad at all because it is what it is. At the end of the day, things happen, you know, it is. And I, the reason I wanted to do this particular podcast, I, cause I finally could say after some mild years, and I'm going to tell you my age, I am proud of myself. I see productive. I see change. I see what everybody was trying to, why they were trying to pull to me, why they wanted me on their team, why they wanted me to do this and do this, because I am that I am Tico. If you guys in Florida, we have an electric company called Tico. I am the source. Well, God is the source. I am the backup. No, hi. Okay. Is God a source? And I'm like the backup generator. Does that sound right? <laughs> and people use you as power. <laughs> it makes sense. But, you know, I never knew how important my, my words are. I never knew how many lives God allowed me to touch. I didn't understand my walk and my calling until all these years to right now to what it it, it, it it boils down to and not only that I want to talk about um, something else so I really want to talk to you guys um, about walking by faith um, 2 Corinthians is said 5 and 7 for we walk by faith and not by sight um, so what does it mean to navigate the world solely on your trust in God or on your belief in the unseen what does it mean to walk by faith and not by sight? It means to keep moving even if you don't know where you're going. So it's, it's just like you're in a blind situation. You know, I don't know how I feel to lose my sight or trying to feel my way a while around. So I'm assuming that after a while they get used to or being nor- normal to them to know which way to go. As if God is leading, well, God is leading them. He's grabbing you by the hand and he's leading you. And um, I, I'm picking up this thing from Sarah Claudia. Claudia, I think this is her name. It said, Martin Luther King Jr., faith is taking the first step, even when you don't see the whole staircase. Those are some of the trust words I have ever heard. And in this way, walk by faith and not by sight means even though you might not be able to see where you're going, keep it moving. In Exodus 13, God is leading the Israelites out of Egypt. Instead of taking the easier, more direct route that they were more familiar with, God delivers them through the wilderness. So a lot of us in life, we grew up taking shortcuts. We grew up having, we wanted instant gratification, like we wanted the microwavable um, blessing. But we, some, a lot, you have to endure and you have to go through something in order for you to receive I don't want to call it, call it a prize or whatever, but in order for you to receive what was promised to you, right? And, you know, nothing good come out of taking anything to shortcut. I'm going to explain you something. So, okay, when I, or, when I would order a lot of my gadgets, meaning my um, gimbal sticks that I use to record um, 
games and edit videos or um, tripods and so forth. I don't ran through maybe six tripods because I chose to take the cheaper way out versus me getting the heavy duty kind that will probably last me for about five or six years. So my son came to me and said to mom, he said, mom, cheap is not always better. (laughs) And we have to start using the word cheap and say affordable, which he was telling the truth because I spun thousands and thousands of dollars on camera equipment that I have about four cameras sitting up here that I don't use that are no good that I'm going to just donate to somebody that, that, that I can't do anything with it. And so for us to not go familiar places, God is trying to get us out of our comfort zone and God is trying to break us to a place of newness, new things and new people. He's trying to allow, he's trying to push us to step our levels up and, and think outside of the box and, and, and just removing the chains of limitation because we as people as our own worst enemies. I say this all the time ourselves. We are our own, own worst enemies. Yeah. People say things about you and so forth, but what are we going to do about that? Are we going to sit down and listen to them and let those words soak in our minds and our brain? Huh? We're going to let that seed drop on fellow grounds and allow it to grow and take roots. You know, I, and that's a lie when they say stick and stone may break your bones, but words will never hurt you. If you, I have a podcast I did a while back saying that words do hurt, especially when they come in for somebody you love. Mm hmm. Uh, you see, God knew what was ahead. He knew that the better journey for the people was the one that at, that to them seemed harder and more uh, tesh, um, more harder. Moses and the Israelites, whom he was leading, did not know which way to go as they walked along, but God made his presence known. After leaving uh, and camping in Ethion on the edge of the desert by day, the Lord went ahead of them in the pillar of cloud and guide them. And on their way... And by night in a pillow of fire to give them light so that they could travel by day or night. Exodus 13, 20 and 22. The God will guide us. He will guide us in our darkest time. He will be that light in, in our darkest moment. You know, I know a lot of times when we um, lose sight or lose hope because maybe we lost a loved one or, you know, our finances came to a rock or a stall or maybe, you know, our cars was repo or we, we went to homeless. You know, those things are hard and we can't, we cannot tell a person how to feel and how to get over it. But I know one thing, us staying here and stalling and just waiting for something to happen it's not, it doesn't work that way. We have to continue to move on and walk the path that he has given us. And along the way, he will find people to bless us. He will find strangers out of, out of, you would never imagine to just open the doors and bless you along the way. You know, even though the people did not know where they were going, they kept moving and looked to God as their guide. Just like the Israelites, I had, uh, just like the Israelites, we too go through unfamiliar places. We complain. We lose sight of, we lose hope of what we want. We lose hope of what God had already told us we want because, you know, if you was me, you know, like my kids, I see the traits. We rebuke it right now. <laughs> and it makes sense why they don't like waiting. They want things right away, especially when it comes to them ordering stuff on Amazon or going to the mall and getting what they want when they can wait for better and bigger things. <laughs> Uh, God showed his presence to the Israelites as he guided them with a pillow of clouds and a fire by night. By the following their signs, the Israelites, Israelites were indeed delivered from Egypt. I too had to search for God's presence during my first few months of blindness and still learn heavily on his guidance 
today. Without my sight of pillow of the fire God, fire to guide me, I had to turn my faith. When faced with uh, many disability, I couldn't see the whole staircase, the whole big picture of my life. But I just took one little step at a time, trusting that God would show me the next step and guide me as I went. Just like Moses and the Israelites in the wilderness. To understand that there is more than what can be seen. We see, I'm sorry. Sorry, guys, I was drinking water. So we're gonna give I'm gonna give you three um three ways um walking by faith. Guard your thoughts. Thoughts are spiritual seeds. They're a starting point of that that would eventually manifest in your life. Your thoughts determine how you react to situation and how you carry yourself in the world. Um is a scripture in the Bible say, be quick to listen, slow to speak. Sometimes we gotta lay before God um and 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 be and just think before we allow any death to come out of our mouth when i say death speaking oh i ain't gonna never get this where it's too hard you know oh oh just recently i had to tell the kids that that what the what's going on in the economics in the world does not that is that does not affect us because we're living on what god has already told us we were going to be blessed and we're going to have more than enough and i you know before then i said oh it's so rent so high i can't find nothing you can't find nothing and then my mentor said you got to watch what you're saying at your mouth because the enemy's sitting at the door waiting to grab it just to do that so i had to stop saying that and start encouraging myself we will find something i'm going to find just what i say i want i'm not going to settle for less I'm not going to settle for less. I'm going to find just what I say I want. And in some cases, we got to do that. We got to watch what comes out of our mind. mind. We got to watch our thoughts. We got to watch our words and our thoughts. You know, the things that you think about also affect how you feel. In Philippians 4 and 8, God clearly gives us his standard of what we should think about. This is your key to walking in victory. Many times when we are dealing with difficult situations, we are bombarded by negative thoughts. These thoughts include worry, doubt, and even tormented fears. Our biggest battles are most often fought in our minds. Unless you guard your mind, you will continue to walk in defeat. The word of God said in the Proverbs 4.23 that we are to guard our thoughts. Isaiah 26.3 gives us the assurance of perfect peace when you, your mind stayed on him. In order to walk by faith, you must be uh, conscious of what you are thinking. Not only must you be conscious of your thoughts, you must also ensure that your thoughts are leaning up, lining up with God's standard. Number two, mind your mouth. Ooh, watch the words that are coming out your mouth. <laughs> what are you saying? It is easy to say, I'm trusting God and I'm waiting on him. But while you are waiting, what are you saying? That was me. Yes, sir. I'm not going to lie. That was me. What are you saying? What are you saying, people? Are you speaking faith about the situation or are you giving voice to doubt and fear? Stop for a minute and think about your uh, about how you describe your dilemma in your last conversation. Did you say, I don't know how this will work out or things look so bad. I don't know what I'm going to do. Your words must discriminate your belief that God is working on your behalf. Matthew 12, 37 shares that you, by your words you will be justified or condemned. The very words you speak out of your mouth will work in your favor or they will work against you. It is up to you to decide. What I told you guys, life and death is in the power of the tongue. We can speak life into our situation or we can speak death into our situation. You know, if I was you and me, I'd rather speak life. And but some, you know, not but zeros everything out. 
in some cases, life do get hard. It's unbelievable and so forth. So listen to me. I'm going to tell you quick because I want to keep this on 25 minutes. I don't say 15 minutes. I can remember we was in the hospital with my, my cousin Joshua. And um, at the time, I still was dabbling in the world. Um, I was on the fence. But God was drawing near and near to me in my early 20s. And, uh, and at the time, I believe my nephew, my cousin, my, my auntie was Jehovah Witnesses. And so God had made, God had told me to go. The Holy Spirit led me to the hospital where he was at. And cause they called me like Joshua's going to, going to die. They start feeding him. And immediately they, I like, they start feeding him. I said, did you guys give him permission to start feeding him? Or did he say he didn't want to eat? They were like, no, they, they stopped feeding him cause they, he, he couldn't eat. He was throwing up. So anyway, man. So make a long story short, I go to the hospital. We're talking, right? So the nurses coming in. They were like, well, you know, talk to him, whatever. We're going to send him over to the hospital. I said, hold up. I said, so you guys are basically stopping feeding him, meaning that you guys want to cause him to starve, cause him to die. So I asked him, I said, did he give you guys permission to stop feeding him? She said, no. I said, so why are you stopping feeding him? And he's not taking out no food. She said, kind of find out something was going on with the um, tube or something. It was causing him irritation. I don't know. He had caught an infection. So when they figured that out, he started eating. So, um, make a long story short. So we, uh, we get around him and God told me to pray. You know, at the time I didn't know how to pray. I said, you know, but God, the Holy Spirit leads you. Right. So we share hands. And I remember looking at him and I still remember this as the day. This was like, this was a long time ago. He's, he went home to be with the Lord, not on that day. He ended up living uh, seven more years after that. And I said, do you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? And he was like, yes. I said, do you want to live? He said, yes. I'm about to cry because I remember that. And we prayed. And when we prayed for him, I, we spoke life. The Holy Spirit spoke life over him. And he ended up living seven more years from there. But when I left the hospital, I can still remember that day. I had the biggest headache and I was drained. I could not walk. But I just wanted to share you guys that testimony about that right there. In order to walk by faith, you must also speak confident confident and boldly as if the situation has already been resolved positively in your favor. You must speak in faith like it has already done. And that is so much true. And then after you speak in faith, you can feel um, the manifestation of God, of the blessing of God coming upon you into your path and stuff. You know, we, 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 we have to this day age and continue to pray and denounce the things that we hear and see, see on TV. You know, people get too comfortable being in the world when we're supposed to be interceding and praying for one another in life, you know. What are you doing, last but least? The world of the word of God tells us that faith without work is dead. This means that we can't simply pray and then delegate our work to God. He is not going to come down from his throne and do what he has to give you the power and the ability to do. If you are praying for a new home, have you begun a home search process? Have you started saving money for a down payment? Are you researching the market for homes that fit your budget? Do you have a budget? Mm, 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 mm. Ow, ooh, ow, ow. <laughs> that was for me. Ow, ow, ow. <laughs> I felt those look, those darts. Not darts, because the enemy throws fiery darts. I felt those. Ugh, ugh, the sword cutting me. I'm gonna stop, y'all. Just... <laughs> but I'm serious about that, that part. If you're a believer for more uh desirable job, have you dated update your resume? Are you seeking out additional training and to enhance your skills? 
Walking by faith means taking action. The walking requires setting a plan to place in place and doing the work that what is required. Do, do, do as it required. As you begin taking the steps of faith, be encouraged knowing that God will meet you on the path to your victory. And this is what I'm talking about. You have to stay on the path where God has called you. You can't go to the left or to the right. You have to remain the course straight ahead. And as you go down your path, like I said earlier, God will meet you at your in, in, on that path. And he will have strangers to pour into your life. He will have people you would ever imagine just bless you. And open, doors will be open as you go on through life, as you continue to walk path, through the storm. No one ever told us life will be fair. It's, it, it's not. No one else told us life will be easy. It's not. But at the end of the day, as an individual, we are all responsible for what we say, what we don't say, what we do, and what we don't do. And if you have talents and you have the ability to help somebody in a positive way with no hidden agenda, no no promote no no hidden agenda at all trying to you know sabotage or whatever but you generally want to help from the 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 goodness of your heart do so and help the right people help somebody else up you remember where where you came from when you was back there when you tried to stop start your business and no one would help you and so forth that don't mean you have to be like everybody else but make sure you help the right person and and limit yourself no don't limit but don't stay longer than you're supposed to. Bless them and go on to the next assignment. You know, at the end of the day, when we, you know when we go to see God, He's gonna ask. He's gonna gonna ask us what your husband did or what your boyfriend did because you're shacking up. You know, I shacked up for many years. I, I've been single for um, two years, but He's not gonna ask you what they did. He's gonna ask you what you did and you did not do. And I think now. I'm starting to take this walk with Christ very seriously. That does not mean I'm going to stop interviewing artists and so forth. I'm going to still interview them because they are in the world and they are in need of prayer and, and, and guidance. And they need to see a, a light in this dark, dark world. But one thing I would not ever do, I would not force the word of God on anyone or force uh, anything on anyone, you know, ain't ever. I'm going to leave you with this before um, I leave. Uh, it was in 1919, because 19, 2000, uh, 2014, I did my 1210. So it was 2005, I believe. And I remember this and we're 2022, right? I remember I, ha- I had a book from Beth Moore before I leave. And in that book, I got to find it. It's somewhere. And it asked me where what do I want Jesus to do for me and at that time I was an alcoholic I was drunk I was still dealing with the issues of daddy not being there um, molestation and you know guys coming I'm allowing guys to come in and out my life not dealing with stuff and I used to get drunk every day every night and I remember that one time I heard my children said when mommy get drunk you can't ask her for whatever you want and she'll give it to you and I sat down and I cried I cried like a little baby and I remember getting the book and I wrote in that book and I was drunk writing in that book. And you can't tell me God don't talk to you when you be drunk. And I remember writing in this book saying, God, help me, help my children, change me, save us. And during that time, I was going through persecution on my job. 
and all and when and all crap was coming out against me because the enemy knew if God pulled pulled was pulling on me and he the enemy had me by my foot but God had me by the hands and the enemy knew if God got me across that line it was a done deal and so when God pulled me out of death hands and out of the streets and out of being the alcoholic and then pulled me from being a whole mongler and so forth he knew his time was up so he tried to throw everything he could possibly at me but at the end of the day god blocked it god dispatched angels around me and he blocked it and i say this and say that god can hear you where right where you at so if you're going through any addiction problem because addiction is a drug and i know why i'm going off this very but i want you to know that you're not too far from god's grace because the same grace that he gave me, he gave me that he prayed for me, that he, he, he blesses me with, even when I was in my mess, even when I was doing wrong, he, that's the same God that can help your children out. That can help your husband out. That can help your mother out or your daughter or your son, or even that, that spouse that's on the streets on drugs. I understand how that feel. And for anyone that's looking for their children that's missing, I pray that God you find them no matter where they're at or what's going on what have happened to them that you can have some type of peace in your mind some type of peace in your mind god will meet you right where you at you just got to take that path he has called you to do and you're gonna and doors gonna open for you you're gonna be blessed going in and going out and once he bless you you continue you remember god and you do not go back and you continue to walk that path and you bless and help somebody else help let me explain something to you blessings does not have the ethnic background a color a gender god blesses who he want when he wants to let me tell you that who he want when he wants to and I pray that he removed the jealousy people out your way. I pray that he removed the wrong friends out your way so that you can walk in, in greatness. And no more negative thoughts. No more cast it down. And you continue to pray and get yourself in that Bible and read. I'm praying for you guys. I'm praying for your children. I'm praying for your loved ones. It's hard, but I understand. Trust me, I understand. I don't been shot and I almost died. I almost got kidnapped as a child and raped. I was an alcoholic. I, you know, I went through it with my children. I had to repent. You know, I went through a lot of this stuff till God bring me to a place where I'm at right now. After all these years, who would have thought little old me would be in schools mentoring to other people? Who would have thought that I would have volunteered? volunteer my service to homeless mothers and children and mentor them who would have thought that i would be able to counsel other people's children who would have thought i would be able to go in juvenile detention center where i where i got locked up several times and speak to the youth who would have thought me who would have thought me would have start my own business with the radio station and the podcast a girl with pigtails stuttering didn't know how to talk dropped out of school because she was picked on who would have thought but guys i love you guys i love you guys i love you stay encouraged and continue to walk by faith and not by sight forget what the other i said the topic was something else but it's walk by faith and not by sight i said it and i sealed it and, and i approved this message i love you guys you guys be blessed hey another uh thing we're probably gonna work on i'm gonna see how it does first 
because one of the things I'm going to be honest with you guys, I need to learn how to, I've been consistent. We're going to be consistent. We're thinking about putting on a Monday through Friday. I mean, hour, make it an hour. Cause I don't want to do like two or three hours and stuff, but do an hour show every uh, Monday through Friday for maybe like from, I don't know, maybe 6am to seven, maybe when people's getting up or seven to eight um we're gonna figure it out um along with a lot of stuff we got going on but i think i think we should you know talk about news and talk about other stuff and so forth like that i'm just brainstorming and get with other people and see what they think about it all right guys love you guys be blessed and i'll see you guys soon oh and stop by my page angie 7102 on instagram or job talk 7102 that is our sports page just like some stuff you gotta follow me like some stuff um on facebook i'm angela bless real talk on on youtube we are virtuous radio we gotta organize that stuff so that we can get more views and so forth like that so therefore when we get more views we get monetized when we get monetized we can go out and help more and more youth more and more youth, more and more youth. So definitely, definitely, that that's just one way that you guys can bless me. Share my podcast, just share it so that I can get monetized, start getting paid, and just start, you know, going out to different schools, different states now, and just blessing, and also going to find more athletes and and just blessing them. Also, the ones that's behind the sham light, the ones that can do, the ones that are great, but no one seems to see that because you know they're behind the limelight. But love you guys, be blessed.